guys welcome to another episode of fresh manner i want to thank you guys for tuning in yet another day for the wonderful word of god as we bring forth the truth to you guys and we dive into the wonderful word of god <laughs> i pray that you guys are having a blessed week thus far we're almost through to the weekend we really do appreciate god and love god so much for allowing us to see another day for his restoring hand um, for bringing us safely through another week i think i used to sing that song safely through another week i think i need to check out that um lyric um that him him i should say um we used to sing it when I used to visit, when I used to go to um, the Seventh-day Adventist church, because that's the church that I was um, actually baptized in um, at 15 years old. So, um, you know, they used to sing that song a lot. And, you know, it just came back to me a while ago. I know that that was the Holy Spirit. But um, I wanted to just come on here and speak to you guys on the topic of um, restoration, right? And... I wanted to get um, the the um, the meaning of because I have that information. One more. Alright, this is for actually my viewers. Um, kind of got up from <laughs> the screen, but anywho. Um, so we have restoration, right? That is the topic for today. And I wanted to share that with you guys so we can um, get to the place that um, God wants us to be at right now, at that moment, all right? Uh, so let me just read a word of prayer for you guys this morning um, as we dive into the word and God is glorified, right? Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord God, that this word... Uh, came from you and Father God, we're about to dine and we're about to eat. We're, we're about to have whatever it is, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. By the name of the 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 um, the podcast is Fresh Manna, which is the fresh word of God that we need in our spirits, that we need to go on another day, another week, another month, whatever it is that we need to learn about your word, God. Let the word, mighty God, come forth with power and clarity. Let your word touch the souls of your people, O oh God. Whether wherever that they are in the parts of the world, Father God, you see the analytics, you see the persons who have been tuning in week in, week out, mighty God, listening to this podcast. I pray that, Father God, that they will be edified by your spirit and not the flesh of man, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. All right. So the um all right. So the scripture is actually taken from um I'm going to read from Joel 2. So there's a few um verses that I'm going to pull from from that chapter, right? But um the meaning of um restoration, right? Or what will what what I will pull from is not just the meaning like you say Wikipedia um meaning which is on Google. Because um well, Wikipedia have, have a meaning that we can also use as well, which is, um, it says the action of returning something to a former owner, a place or condition, the return of a, this is the second meaning, the return of a monarch to a throne, a head of state to government or a regime to power, 
and also reestablishment or reinstatement. The Bible also speaks about it um, in Psalms 51 verse 12, which it can define uh, to return or turn back, right? Where someone maybe have lost their way or you um, did not, you actually lost um, things on the way with God and God is about to, um, God is restoring you in that process, right? So restoration would have meaning uh, return or turn back, right? Or reinstatement or returning to, um, returning back something to a former owner, right? Now, as I was um, divulging in the scripture of um, Joel, we'll see how much um, God is so, such a restorer, right? And I really want to um, read the scripture, you know, and give you the entirety um, of what it is um, that God has been speaking through the scripture. And we tend to read it and we grab pieces of it and <laughs> hold fast to it. And um, sometimes we don't really dwell with it or even um, allow the spirit of God to to marinate it in our spirits that we're able to fully understand what God is doing in the moment, right? Because we don't want to be moving in a way that God does not want us to move. We don't want to do things that God does not want us to do, right? We want to be sure that we're um, moving in the movements of where God is flowing and where his spirit is going. All right, so it's um, Joel 2 chapter 2 and verse 1 says blow he the trumpet in zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the lord cometh for it is nigh at hand a day of darkness and of gloomness a day of clouds and a and of thick darkness as the morning spread upon the mountains a great people and a strong there had not been ever the like neither shall be any more after it even to the years of many generations a fire devoureth before them and behind them a flame burneth the land is as the garden of heden before them and behind them a desolate wilderness yea and nothing shall escape them the appearance of them is as the appearance of horses and horsemen so shall they run like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains shall they leap like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble as a strong people set in battle array before their face the people shall be much pained all faces shall gather blackness they shall run like mighty men they shall climb the wall like men of war and they shall march every one on his ways and they shall not break their ranks neither shall one thrust another they shall walk every one in his path and when they fall upon the sword they shall not be wounded they shall run to and fro in the city they shall run upon the wall they shall climb up upon the houses they shall enter in at the windows like a thief the earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, the sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executed his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide? Who can abide it? Therefore also know, saith the Lord, turn he even to me with your whole heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning and rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repented him of the evil. Who knoweth, right, if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him 
even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. So we can see the pattern of this uh, of this chapter to see how um, it speaks about the wrath of God first, right? And it speaks about what will happen to persons who have been doing things that are opposite from what God wants them to do, right? Because it's actually speaking on judgment as well, right? And if we can read through the Old Testament, we can see a lot of the wrath of God was spoken a lot in that um, in those chapters to really see how much um, God is great and holy. I spoke on holy fear yesterday to understand that God is not um, a man to play with. He's not someone to be played with, right? And we tend to be um, living our lives just the way how we want to, right? And we think that that's okay, right? There's a scripture that I wanted to drop um, to you guys yesterday, but I didn't get to do that. And it was speaking on the very same thing about fear, right? It says, behold, this is Psalms 33 verse 18. It said, behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine, right? So we can see the pattern of this. He said, who knoweth in Joel verse 14, um, Joel 2 verse 14, who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priest, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? Right? This is not just for a, a set of people or the sinners and whatever. This is directly to um the people of God and persons who we walk and say that we are walking with God and we we live a life um, um, set apart or we're supposed to be living a life set apart and it doesn't show that because we are living a life just as the world. The Lord can't, can't see the, 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 the church or yeah the church different from the world because we're basically doing the same thing that the world is doing that um, the spirit of the Lord is not moving as how he needs to move, right? And he said, let the priests weep and the ministers weep. Then will the Lord be jealous for his, his land and pity his people, right? When we pray and we come and we submit and we repent, right? Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil and he shall be satisfied, satisfied therewith and I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. So, when we think about this is why I, I actually pulled the entire chapter because we tend to um I didn't want to pull bits and pieces, right? I know that sometimes I do um gather some um scriptures and stuff like that, kind of give you um highlight for the day or whatnot, but we have to understand that if God and the the topic for today, I don't, I don't know if I said that before, uh the topic is restoration. And if we're if God is restoring us and bringing us back to the place that we need to be with him, then only then, then the scripture um, start to become so real to us. And then we start to um, see that God is very, um, you know, 
he's to be reverenced. I know I said that before, um, you know, and in the previous video yesterday, but I gotta say it all times because we have to understand that we're not representing ourselves. We're not representing um, nobody else but God, right? I was speaking to one of my friends yesterday and we were speaking about, you know, the coloring of hair and stuff like that. And I, for one, I do love that. And I used to love those things. And you know, I'm not saying that, you know, everyone gets the same conviction concerning, um, you know, the attire or whatever, how we're supposed to look because Christianity is not a look, but it's a, it's a change of heart. But at the same time, if your heart is changed, then things on the outside is going to change automatically. So we're speaking about color of hair and stuff like that. And I instantly remembered what God spoke to me about and told me that I didn't even gave it to me in a song, um, that I didn't need to change anything, um, to please him. I never needed to change the color of my hair. I didn't need to change anything, uh, you know, go add more tattoos or whatever case it might be to say, yeah, I'm a Christian and, and, and I'm a believer and I'm a disciple and all of these things. When a lot of people can just plaster a, a scripture on their, their bodies, plaster something on their face or color their hair and say that they're Christians and really not living the life. You can also wear long dresses. You can also, um, wear, um, certain things, you know, that looks looks holy, right? And you're not walking the life, the lifestyle of being holy because being holy is a lifestyle. That is, that is something that you have to do every day, right? To pick up your cross, you have to live in that holiness with God, right? And while I'm saying holiness, let me just get the, um, the, um, the meaning of what holiness means, right? Because we, um, we have to ensure that we are not, um, walking opposite from what God, uh, wants us to walk, walk, right? Well, the internet says a state of being holy. That's not really a full, um, thing, but it, it also means devoted, right? You're devoted to God, sanctified, right? You're sanctified, sacred. Um, that's another word, virtuous, right? You're perfected through Christ, right? And not um, through the things of this world. So it's being set apart or set apart, right? And we have to understand that's what it means. So it's not just to say that you want to look a certain type of way. You're going to put on, um, start wearing this long dress and chew, you know, because, you know, you heard um, Shanique spoke about <laughs> holiness. You just start wearing the long dresses and the long this and the long that. But no, that's not what it is because I've been just convicted um, just the other day, you know. Um, I just like when you give your life to God and you say that I'm submitted to God, he can do whatever he wants with you because his, your life now becomes his life. Right. And I was convicted because I used to have a lot of piercings right in my ears, um, on my lip. Some person said, I could not believe I can't even see you wearing, um, lip piercing and stuff. I was about to do my nose and all of these things as well, because you know, it's hip and stuff. And, um, you know, I had a tongue piercing. I said that before in my previous testimony and all of that. You guys can go check it out. Um, and I, when, when I was going to church, that was a testimony that I wanted to share that when I was going to church, like 
on a Sunday morning. I, because I was very, I would say very rebellious in it as well. Cause I come to God. I don't want nobody to tell me anything because I want to know God for myself. Don't tell me to take out anything. Don't tell me to do anything. And, and that's exactly what it's supposed to be like. You know, you're not going, you have to use wisdom when you're speaking to people going through their transition and going through their journey. Right. I didn't want anybody to tell me anything that I'm not supposed to wear this. I'm not supposed to wear that or whatever. And the Holy Spirit, one morning when I was going to church, I had the tongue ring in and it was um, a clear, a clear one. And I thought that, you know, it could have wore, I could have worn it and, you know, nobody would see it. And, um, you know, whatever, you know, I just go to church and do whatever. And then after I come out, I, I just do whatever I want, you know, and all of those things and not realizing that God had a hold on me, you know, and I was outside, um, the building the morning and the spirit of the Lord was convicting me so much to the point where I felt like my tongue was being clenched with, with, the, with the tongue ring. Like it would, like, like God was saying, not today. The, the, not today the, this is the final day that you're gonna stop doing that you're gonna stop wearing it and you're gonna stop coming in my presence and leaving the same way and at the door literally near to the, the, the doorstep like I literally had to turn my back to the road and I had to um unscrew it and throw it away right and I had another one up here as well I had to take it out and throw it away right that's how God convicted me. The spirit of the Lord convicted me so much to take it out because, you know, we're saying that we're representing God and this and that and all sorts of stuff. And I'm not bashing anybody that has in piercings and stuff like that. Everybody has a journey and a process with God that may take some time. Um, but I going back to, um, just the other day, about a week ago or two weeks ago, um, well, persons on, <laughs> on Spotify will not get to see this, but, uh, persons that, um, view on YouTube will get to see what I'm actually showing you guys where I had, I was still wearing two earrings here on, on my ears and I just kept wearing it because I, I, first of all, I was going through a whole lot, um, in 2020 and whatnot. And I just decided I was just going to, just going to put it back in and all of that. I was thinking about piercing my nose and, you know, get more tattoos and stuff like that. Faith based tattoos and stuff. And it's like, I sat down, um, one night, I think it was last week, I was sitting down having my nightly devotion with God and I heard I heard the Spirit of God said, um, you know, I don't need to do all of that, you know. Um, but he did it with so much love, like I just start bawling, like literally, and I took it out and um, you know, I felt this sense of safe, um, safe feeling and peace because it's like I'm saying, you know. I never wanted to do it because of impulsion or because someone said that I should have done it, that I did it, right? But I wanted to know that I'm doing it because I'm pleasing the Lord, right? Even with modesty, he's been, you know, talking to me about those things and really showing me even styles and stuff that I, 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 that I would never, <laughs> like, I know that I've been modest, but I mean, real modest, no, like, he's showing me some things that I would never um, really look at or even pay attention to because I just felt like those things are like, like, I don't want to wear those things, to be honest. I don't want to put that, put those things on, but it's like, it brings you a, a, a sense of peace because you know that you're not representing man. You're representing God himself, right? And you're, you're, you're doing it because of him, right? You're giving him the glory, right? So I didn't mean to break the scripture, but I needed to drop that in right there to let you guys know. But, um, 
I was at verse um, 19, right, in Joel 2. And it says, Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn. Right, I read that one already. 20. But I will remove far off from you the northern army, and will drive him into a land barren and desolate, with his face towards the east sea, and his hinder part toward the utmost sea, and his stink shall come up, and his ill savor shall come up, because he had done great things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, he beast of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, he children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten, the canker worm. This is the part that we always pull from. Yes, God is going to restore the canker worm and this and that and all sorts of stuff. And we take the word and we run with it and all those things. And he said, I will restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. God did allow that to happen. You know that. God allowed the canker worm and stuff to happen. And he said, he shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that had dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. Let me stick it right there to understand that all things <laughs> are connected to God. Kingdoms and dominions. Lord, he's Lord overall. Lord of Lords, conquering line, the tribe of Judah. And we say that, but I, I want to know that we believe that with our hearts to understand that he is great and powerful, right? To understand that he will allow anything to happen, right? He will allow anything to happen, right? And then to get his glory, the chaos, he will allow the chaos to happen. And you're just sitting, he's just sitting down there wondering if you're going to recognize that. Hello. Um, God, right? So when we're sitting down and we're saying, I'm not saying that he caused evil on the land. I'm not saying that. But our mistakes and our decisions that we make will cause the chaos. Remember Jonah, that he was running away from the assignment. And he didn't want to do what God said that he was supposed to do. And he caused a whole storm to happen on a boat with the people that didn't have anything to do with his assignment. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful what we're doing and how we're, how we're stepping. I remember I said that yesterday that you can be in the right place at the wrong time. Right. And Jonah was on his way heading down, deciding that I'm not going. I'm not, those people are disobedient. Those people are this and those people are that. And he was throwing shades at the people and stuff like that. And he was saying that, no, God, I'm not doing it. And he, 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 he ran and then a whale swallowed him. God allowed that to happen, right? Until he recognized what he was doing, then the Spirit of the Lord delivered him. So it wasn't God really. It was because we have free will and free will is causing us to see a bunch of things that is happening. Men killing, like, like this is very serious. When we're seeing so many things that are happening in the world, people just getting up, killing people, slaughtering people for, for like, you wonder where their heads are at, right? But we see that as the scripture said in second Timothy um, three, that says in the, in the last days, there will be perilous times. We will see things will be getting worse and worse, right? 
and if we as believers or persons who said that we follow Christ, right? Um, persons who have been backslidden, you know the way and you know God, right? You know what God did before and you know who God is and stuff and you, you slipped away, right? What's going to happen when the dark gloom come? What's going to happen when things happen? How are we going to have the strength to move forward? And that is simply standing firm in Christ, right? Back in the days, I believe like a couple years, like in the nineties, like, I don't know. I don't, maybe, maybe I didn't know what was happening back then, but as a child, I could just be a child. <laughs> like literally, I, I just be a child. We're always playing. We're always up and down doing something. You know, I lived in the country and all those things. And no, the thing that is taking over children is the devices, the internet, the, 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 the TikTok, the this, the that, and all sorts of stuff. And we can't see that we're losing a generation. We can't see that these things are not bringing educational things to us. Even the believers, we, 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 we be on TikTok doing some stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. Entertained. We're, Christianity is not an entertainment, right? It's supposed to, whatever it is that I'm doing, it's supposed to be unto the glory of God. That persons can recognize who God is, that they can draw closer to God and understand if God did it for that person, God can do it for me. There are people that I used to watch and see that I could say, yeah, if God did that for that girl, I'm sure that he can do it for me. I made a post today talking about, um, you know, being restored in, in, in healing in my heart because my heart is very big and I used to love so deeply. Like when I go into something, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm not, I, I don't have no blinders. <laughs> I'm just literally just in and I'm in love and I'm just doing all a bunch of stuff. I can't deserve nothing. Right. And then when, it, when, when chaos starts to happen, no, then I start to realize that I made a mistake. I, I chose wrong. I went the wrong way and I did the wrong thing. Right. Not realizing that. And <laughs> my mother was a perfect person that the Lord was using to speak into my life to say, Hey, you need to listen. Because at the end of the day, you're not going the right way or, you know, being in the wrong relationships and stuff. And I was just head on like, I don't care, you know, break my heart if you want to, because that's basically what I'm saying. And God used to just show me a lot of dreams. He still does show me a lot of dreams with these persons that I'm, that I want to be involved with. And I'm just looking in the natural, like, I don't see that. I don't see that, but not realizing that the spirit of the Lord is, is greater and whatever he shows me in the dream is what it is. I don't need, um, nobody to tell me anything. God showed me right. And said, listen, that person, mm -mm, he ain't good. He ain't good for you. You know, that one is not good for you. And literally I can hear him saying, no, no, no. Like all of them. Right. And I gave my testimony previously about, um, a couple of them that you know, God literally, like I gave, you know, speaking on what they did and stuff like that. And I was just here naive as per usual and not realizing that God wanted better for me. But yeah, we have to come to a place of, um, a repentive heart as a people, every single one of us to be, become more repentive and recognizing that it's not just to say escape hell, but why would you want to experience the chaos and all of these madness that is going on in this world, right? When you can experience joy, because mo money do does not give you happiness. Pardon me for speaking this, but sex does not give you um, happiness. And um, the the cars, the host, the girls, the men, all of those things, the partying and all of those things does not give you true happiness. 
right? I remember I spoke and I said to someone that if 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 sitting at Jesus's feet 24/7, which means I don't do anything else but just sit and just dine with him every day. If that is my portion, then I already won because at the end of the day, that's where I'm heading. I'm heading to the to, to, to heaven, right? I want to go to heaven. Yeah. We we don't want to be down there. This flesh that we have here can't last forever, right? But whatever it is that we do to deposit, you guys can check out that um um video as well, Eternal um, Deposits or on pot uh on Spotify as well, where you guys can go ahead and listen to that as well. But what is it that we're doing in this time, present time, to prepare ourselves for the great coming of the Lord? Because some would say, I've been hearing that from from a child. Well, well, we can see now that things are happening to really get us into the place to say that, listen, he, he can bust the clothes open anytime and present himself. Yeah, because no man knows the hour, no man knows the minute, no man knows what time would he, he will come. And that is why he will come like a thief in the night. And that is why we got to be prepared. We got to be watch women. We got to be watchmen. Right? Give up some of our sleep. <laughs> give up some of the TV. Give up some of, of, of the entertainment. Because that's not why we get the freedom anyway. We didn't get the freedom to go sit down and watch TV all day. That's not why we get the freedom. We get the, the, the freedom to go ahead and share the gospel. Share the gospel. Teach the gospel. Evangelize the gospel. Prophesy the gospel. Whatever way about the gospel. Do something about the gospel. You know that persons can partake of the gospel because people are hidden behind darkness that can't see nothing. They're there not knowing what's going on with them. And when we see the light, we got to come up with the light, the bright light, regardless. Because he said that we're going to be persecuted. But at the same time, they already hated him. So they're going to hate us. And I'm not going to shut up about Jesus. I'm sorry. Right? So at the end of the day, we have to recognize and he will protect his people. He protects protects his sheep. Yeah? I'm not saying trials won't come. I'm not saying tribulations won't come. But he will protect us. But at the same time, if you're sitting down in fear, wondering what to do, focus on God and knowing, ask him for direction and let him, him direct your path and that you can do the things that God has called you to do. Yeah? And um, so I'm at verse 27 and it says, And he shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. So it's not leaving. There's nothing that is leaving unturned. Every single person. We're on the same level right now. COVID taught us that, that listen, every person experienced COVID. We were all locked down. Whether we were the richest man in the world or whatever, we were all locked down. Money could not save you, right? And now God is is, is, is is saying in this hour that he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, right? It's not going to go unturned, right? This is his word and it shall come to pass. And I will shew wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day. See, before the great and terrible day, what will happen? 
um, great and terrible day of the Lord come, um, of the Lord come, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. So this is the end of the word of the Lord, and we say thanks be to God. We thank God for His word and for His truth. This is the the the, the hour for redemption this is the hour for restoration this is the hour that the lord is giving you the window to go ahead and seek him and giving you the 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 window to go ahead and call upon his name you shall be saved you shall be delivered right if you call upon him if you ask him for help he will help you right some of us are looking at human humans sorry for help like I'm not saying they're there. You have your community, you have your group of people, you have your family, you have your friends, but you know the situation that you're in, right? You know that you're stuck and bound in sin and bound in certain things and you need to get out of it, right? One simple thing that you need to do and the word of God is true. It said, and it shall come to pass. Listen to that line. It shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, and I feel this so deeply, shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Right? You call upon the name, you shall be saved. You don't have to second guess if God is going to deliver you. You believe. The scripture said that out of your mouth you confess. In your heart you believe. Right? To understand that God, Jesus is Lord. And understand that the only person that can keep us from the dark and gloomy day because some things are coming and we have to be mindful that things are always coming years after years after years epidemic um, how many years I've been been on this earth and it's the first that I've seen something like this the COVID right took over every parts of the world like can we can we even fathom even the scripture just said it a while ago who can Fathom what God is, 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 and who can abide in the terrible day, verse 11, in the terrible day of what, what God is coming with, right? We don't know. We don't know the hour. We don't know the minute, but this is the window that, that God is giving you. He caused me to come and share with you this morning and share the wonderful word that he has for you, that you can know that God is with you and knowing that God has been speaking to you directly. Turn from whatever you're doing move yourself from certain spaces move yourself from remove yourself from out of certain relationships move yourself from out of certain friendships so that the spirit of the lord can do what he needs to do in you this is not about man this is about god right and this is not to say drive a a certain type of fear in anyone but it's actually a warning it's a warning for everyone because it's a warning for, for for me as well I'm not excluded from none of this. This is an equal word for every single person, whether you're a leader, whether you're a um, person who serve in the community of the church, whether you are working in the marketplace, whether you're working anywhere that you are in the parts of the world. And you are there, whether you're a sinner, backslider, whether you are someone that is walking with God, but not walking fully, lukewarm, whatever. This is for every single person right? We're not excluded from none of this word. 
because God is mighty and he's powerful. But I know that this much, that his love is greater than his wrath, right? He loves us so much that he will give us window. When you hear prophets, when you hear teachers, when you hear people coming with a word in that moment, don't take the word lightly and don't take the word and to say, okay, I don't want to hear. We've been hearing that stuff and stuff. It's because of the spirit of the Lord. And he wants people to wake up. He wants people to get to the place that he needs them to be and understand that the only safe place that you have is Jesus in his arms, nowhere else. It's not in a man's arms. It's not in a woman's arms. It's in Jesus, right? Those things are for what it, what it is, for when, it, what it, for when it's needed, right? But when God decides that, look, you're my daughter, you're my, you're my son, and I have greater for you. I don't need for you to be amongst those people. I don't need for you to be amongst those things. But what I need for you is to be in a space that I know that God will be glorified right? Where God is lifted high, where God is magnified, where we don't, we're not looking to the left or to the right, but we're looking forward ahead of us, understanding that yes, it's not just to have fun. It's not just to do none of those things, but it's also to understand that it's a serious thing that we're messing around with life and life is very precious, very, very, very precious, right? And the other day when I had a scare with something, um, it, with, with some sickness or whatever, I literally just laid down and I said, God, I just realized I wanted to live. And this is not about um, just having money and this and that and all sorts of stuff, but it, I really want to live, right? I'll take the simple things of, this, uh, of, of, of life and live with it. I don't need a bunch of stuff, right? I just need the entirety of God, his spirit, and his leading and his guidance so that I could live for him, right? For whatever time that he has me here on earth. But I know that this this morning, the word have been a little bit heavy, but I know that um, by the spirit of the Lord, he will be glorified through this word. And I pray that any person that is listening on this podcast, wherever you are, and you're able to understand what I'm saying, right? Because I believe that um, maybe Spotify or YouTube maybe translate what I'm saying. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, maybe translate what I'm saying that you're able to um, fully understand and comprehend what the spirit of the Lord is saying this morning, right? But I bless God for every single country. Like I'm, 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 I'm blessed. I'm blessed to to see you guys tuning in, and um, you know, coming on and listening on on a regular. And um, you know, I really do appreciate that. And I really bless God for all of you persons. And also, my prayer for you is to really seek the face of God, and that you will bring a testimony it doesn't matter you can bring your testimony in the comments you can actually email me i'll put my email um below in the description i tend to do that time and time again but i haven't um been really speaking much on it to say you guys can go ahead and um send me an email whatever it is that you have inquiries or whatever i actually do um I have a Instagram page that is called purposethroughrevelation.co. Um, that name was given to me by the Spirit of the Lord where I wrote a book um, in 2021 where the Spirit of the Lord led me to write it. It's actually a preview of my testimony along with foundational truths that um, 
cause some of us to be in religiosity and to be in religion rather than relationship with God and also speak on um, where you're able to really grow with God in that way, um, start your journey with God. So um, that book is available on Amazon, right? But um, what I wanted to say that I have that Instagram Instagram page, I'll um, it's there as well, I believe, in the description. I'll double check. Um, if it's not, I will add it there as well as, um, yeah, my um, email where you guys can email me whatever prior request or whatever it is that you have. Um, I can go ahead and handle those information that is there that we can go ahead and start your journey, you know, help you with that journey that you can go ahead and do whatever God has called you to do, right? But yeah, any inquiries at all that you have, you can go ahead and send me that email and I'll, I'll see it and we can, um, speak from there and all of those things. But yeah, I just want to, 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 to say that God is doing a new thing and God is moving in this hour for his people. And, um, you know, rise, raising up, um, he's raising up leaders and raising up people to, um, carry out the, the task because the, the, the harvest is ripe and the laborers are few people are not really doing and having the, the full, you know, joy to do the things of God anymore because, um, it's tainted by entertainment and tainted by a lot of things. And we have to get back to that place of where we're able to focus on Jesus and focus on him. I'm telling you, like when I, when I say that he's my everything, he is my everything. And I make him my everything. I ensure that I give him his time to do whatever it is that um, spending time, because sometimes it's not even doing anything. Sometimes it's just spending time in his presence and really growing deeper and closer with him. And all of that. You may lose some friends. <laughs> you may lose relationships. You may lose a job. You may lose something. But your soul will be locked in into, into in eternity and you will never lose when, when you're with God. You may lose all of those things, but you will never lose with God because he will give you greater, as we read a while ago, that he will give you greater um, things um, than the things that you lost, right? But yeah, we thank God for his restoring hand and we thank God for you guys tuning in. I thank you, um, Lord, for your people right now. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that they have always taken the time out to go ahead and listen to your word. This is not about any one of us, but it's about you to be glorified. Father, I pray that, Lord Jesus, that in any parts of the country that they are, um, I notice that there's Nigeria, there's South Africa, there's also Philippines, there's also Mexico, there's also United States, which is dominating Mighty God, the podcast. I pray that, Lord Jesus, and in my homeland here, I do pray that every person that tune into this podcast today, that they, mighty God, or whatever, whatever time that they listen to it or watch it, I pray that God Almighty Jesus, that you will be glorified and they will look, mighty God, to you for every single thing and not to man in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Help them, mighty God, that they will be able to go to a certain um, location 
that Father God, give them direction to go to a certain church, um, a local church or a local body, mighty God, that they need to be a part of. Lead them to that place, oh God Almighty Jesus, that they can get some covering and get um, some more teachings and guidance on their, their journey with you, oh God Almighty God. Bless the, the backsliders, mighty God, because you said that you married to the backsliders in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I pray, mighty God, for the saints of God who have been um, pioneering ahead of us, oh God Almighty Jesus. And I pray also for the sinners, mighty God. They have been the ones, mighty God, in the mighty name of Jesus that needed, Father God, to understand the journey of who God is and who you are, oh God Almighty God, that you love them, oh God Almighty Jesus, but you hate the sin, oh God, and you're calling them out of the sin and you're calling them out of the things that they're in, in the mighty name of Jesus, and that they will draw to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I bless God for you again. Do have yourself a blessed and wonderful Thursday. Um, I, as the spirit leads, I may come on tomorrow or I may not. But um, I thank God for you. Have yourself a good one. Bye-bye.